Hello and welcome to this podcast, Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. So we are into December now, which is exciting. I do love this time of year. I don't love the cold though. I am struggling to get my head around why it is this cold and why it's so dark. Like I'm just still adjusting, but we're making it happen. We're getting through it. It's fine. I'm excited for Christmas. And this episode is actually going to be all about Christmas. So it's going to be kind of my view on how I feel about approaching Christmas or how I would recommend if I was talking to a client, how I would recommend navigating our way through the Christmas period because for a lot of people it might be a case of being able to completely switch off and relaxing, enjoying themselves, having no preoccupation around food or obsessive food thoughts. For some people it's the opposite and for some people Christmas can be quite stressful, it can be difficult with food, difficult with social situations, difficult with planning So this is going to look at kind of how you can approach that. I'm going to share some reminders later on as well and some tips for December and hopefully they can apply whether you have chosen to stay on track towards a goal and keep working up until the new year or whether you've decided to have a relaxed December and you're going to start again in the new year. Either is fine because at the end of the day it's all down to how you feel, your goals, what you want to work towards and it's your decision so why not but hopefully these tips these reminders these kind of mindset advice will be applicable to whichever side you've chosen but first I just want to mention Spotify wrapped so if you're on Instagram you will have seen a lot of people sharing their top played songs or albums of the year and there's also a podcast one so I I saw other people who have got podcasts I saw them share it and today I figured out how to do it and I've got loads of stats which is quite interesting so two of them that I'm going to share um well actually this is quite an interesting one so I've uploaded 506 minutes worth of episodes so if you've listened to every single episode you've listened to me for 506 minutes which I think is quite impressive so thank you (laughs) if you have listened to me for that many minutes because that is a lot of minutes of me Also, the podcast is in 34 countries, which I think is insane. When I'm like, I'm sat in my bedroom just talking into a microphone by myself and it's actually been in 34 countries. So that is madness. And then my favourite stats are for 34 people, this was the top podcast. And for 100 people, this was in their top five podcasts. And for 142 people, it was in their top 10 podcasts. So that is cool as well. So thank you to every single person who has listened, downloaded, rated, shared, tagged me, anything that you've done. I do really appreciate it. Okay, back to Christmas. So this episode is going to be kind of how we could navigate the Christmas period. And this can apply to food, to training, to mindset, to anything really because I'm I'm in the middle and I think I can see how it's very easy to think that it's pointless to continue working on something at this time of year because I have a daily argument with myself where I think right I'm going to get to the gym and I will train today and then it's almost like a voice on my other shoulder that will say 
well, it's nearly Christmas. It does not really going to matter if you miss one session. And it, it isn't. Like, it doesn't matter if you miss one session. But I'm going to use this example later. The If I use that mentality every single day, then I'd never get anything done. And it's the same with food. You can say one won't hurt, which I'm going to come back to later. And one in isolation doesn't hurt. But if I use that mentality every single day and I end up overeating every day because I've said, oh, well, one extra mince pie doesn't doesn't hurt and I end up eating five mince pies a day, I'm probably not going to feel very good in a couple of weeks. So I do think that it is easy to, to get yourself into a mindset where you think, oh, well, what's the point in working on something this time of year? I may as well wait. However, you can still get results now if you want to rather than postponing until the new year. So what I'm about to say might be controversial because a lot of coaches by now are suggesting to wind down for the end of the year or to relax because it's Christmas. But I actually think that this is the time of year that people need the most accountability and the most support. I am, that's the cat who wants to do her contribution as always. I am slightly torn though because... Although some coaches are saying, yeah, relax, it's Christmas, enjoy yourself, there are other coaches who are still pushing you to work hard or or advising people to work hard. And you might have seen some posts saying, for example, I think the start of December there was quite a few to say, you can still have, or you could have a four-week head start into the new year if you start now. And you could. But equally, you don't need to be pressured into thinking that you need to be super fit, you need to be tracking macros and working towards your goal because I think this month is more about memories than macros for most people. So I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I think for me at the moment, I am relaxing. I am switching off a little bit. So weekends, definitely I'm seeing a shift where I'm not really tracking anything at the weekend or I'm I'm more inclined to go towards something I fancy, which has been testing Christmas bakes so I've been baking or more likely to eat things that I wouldn't normally eat which is is good I think you need that relaxed period several times a year really so I tend to I tend to have a few months of dieting then a few relaxed months then a few months of a dieting phase and then relaxed again Um, and I think December for me is about more of a social environment Um, family getting together as well and a lot of the times those situations do involve food so I guess like a lot of situations it depends if you do struggle with that change of routine and struggle with the mindset shift sometimes it is good to have a bit of a routine still in place so because I'm supporting both sides of hey relax and also stay on track I know that isn't very helpful at this point but hopefully I'm going to offer some good advice a bit later on but first of all let's look at why people are likely to have already given in or lost motivation or persuaded themselves to wait until next year there's quite a few reasons for this actually and this is my personal opinion so what I think or what I've noticed with clients or with um with friends or even with myself is that the change in temperature does have a, a big impact. So I think for me, you know, when you, when you are all cosy at home and you think, oh, getting out of my pajamas or getting outside in this weather is the last thing I want to do right now. I do not want to get out of this warm house and go to the gym. So I get that. It is, it is cold and it does require a lot of willpower to say, right, let's do it. 
also it is a busier time of the year and busyness does mean it's an easy excuse to not do something so it's easy to say oh actually I can't get to the gym tomorrow because I'm so busy it's dark sooner as well so the again the weather being dark it's harder to do things more social events are happening now as well so this might be Christmas parties or families getting together friendship groups that see each other this time of year there's a lot more social events happen which tends to be more of a priority at this time of year so then health and fitness goals do drop down which again is fine there's nothing wrong with that and it is normal for different times of the year for your goals to change in order of priority but also people around you might have put things on hold by now so it seems like we should be doing that too so if your friend has already said oh well there's no point in me trying to go to the gym this year or trying to stay on track with a goal I'll just start again in January that almost seems like maybe we should do that as well and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're pressuring you or that they're telling you to do that but sometimes if you see someone else taking a step back from their goal or you see someone else not putting an effort towards their goal you might be likely to do the same as what they're doing but also people around you might offer their input or their unwanted opinion so I see this quite a lot when and maybe not so much anymore but I used to in the corporate days or days of when I used to go into the office if someone sees you eating a healthy meal prep and they say but it's December why are you being so healthy this can also then make it harder to stay on track or if they say go on just have a mince pie and then you say okay I'll just have a mince pie so sometimes we eat things because we don't even want to it's just because it's either there or someone else has suggested it put the idea in our head and then it's either hard to say no or it's easy to say yes maybe so there does become a lot of reasons this time of year why it is harder to stay on track but it doesn't mean that it's impossible I have eight tips or reminders, mindset nuggets of information, of motivation, whatever you want to call them, that hopefully will be helpful. And some are quite minor, some aren't massive, but hopefully they will give you something to think about. So one important thing I think it's important to remember is that we are quick to look at the things that have gone wrong or look at the things that we're not good at yet. And actually we need to start recognising the things that have gone right or the things that we are good at so what we can apply here is that there might be a lot of things that you can no longer do now but there's still so much that you can do so for example you might not be able to go out for a run before work because it's too dark and cold now but you might be able to meet a friend on your lunch break at work and have a coffee and a walk so although there's a lot of things that you might not be able to do at the moment whether it's because of the weather or your time or the social plans there will still be so much that you can do. So focus on that. I always think it's good to schedule or have a plan as well. So on those busy weeks, can you sit down for five to 10 minutes and make a plan? Maybe that's gonna be, okay, I'll do food shopping on this day. I'll have dinner at home on this day because I'm out for meals on these days. So I'll fit my workouts in here, here and here. Just having that simple plan written down is gonna help keep you in control or give you an element of control so that you can say okay I know what I'm doing I'm choosing to do this and you're gonna stay aware of what's going on okay I always bang on about getting an accountability buddy 
But one of my tips here is to communicate and ask for support or accountability if you want it. So I think accountability is massive. And this is where a coach is helpful because I often have clients message me saying, can you check I've done this by Thursday? And this isn't even just this time of year, this is just in general. But I think this time of year, it can be really helpful as well. So people might say, okay, I'm going out tonight. I don't want to overdo it. Can I check in with you throughout the day or tomorrow just to let you know kind of what I did last night or what my plan is for the day? And I can say, yep, absolutely. Or maybe they'll say, okay, I've got two meals out this week. So I'm going to have one as a bit more of a relaxed one. And then I'm going to have one where I'm going to try and make good choices. Can you help me with that? And I can say, yep. Or I can just check in and say, okay, how was your meal last night? are you on track with the plan that you wanted to do? And I'm not offering a lot in these situations, but quite often having that accountability is is just enough help to keep somebody aligned with their goal. This is quite a good one here as well. So this tip is to embrace the tiny activity that seems insignificant. So even if you can't get outside for, let's say in the summer you were having an hour walk a day and now you think oh, it's too cold or it's it's too dark after work, I can't go out for that long. If you can get outside for five minutes between your meetings or between tasks during the day, and if you do that four times before lunch, then it's going to add up. If all you have time to do is 10 push-ups, 10 lunges, 10 squats, and 10 sit-ups, and you can do two rounds of that, then great, go for it. You might not be able to get to the gym, but you can still add a mini workout in during your day. So don't dismiss the small stuff just because it doesn't seem worthwhile, because it all counts. This is what I touched on earlier. Try not to get sucked into the one doesn't hurt mentality because, so like I said earlier, so one doesn't hurt, but if you overuse this concept or if you use this each day for the whole of December, then that one is going to add up. So my advent calendar, for example, I'm not tracking my advent calendar and I just think, okay, it's one, that one a day doesn't actually hurt. But if I had a bottle of wine every day, and I use the excuse of, well, it's Christmas, one bottle won't hurt. And if I said to myself, I'm only going to have this one bottle, but then the next day I do the same thing, and then the next day I do the same thing, I'm I'm going to sink a lot of bottles of wine. So the reality of it, if it's that, if it is just one, it's not going to hurt. But using that concept as an excuse will do some damage in the long run. An important one to remember here as well is to think about what is it that you want? Because it's very easy at this time of year to do things that other people want you to do or that you do things that you think other people expect you to do or what whatever you should be doing. But remember that other people are not you and they don't understand your journey. They may not fully support your goals. And it's not necessarily that this is a bad thing. You don't need to take anything personally either. So if you feel they're not supportive, let's say you wanted to go to the gym before your Christmas party, then great, good for you people might not like that idea but if you like that idea then that's fine but then equally if you wanted to skip the gym so that you can go and have pre-drinks before the party and that's what you want to do then again great good for you it comes down to what is it that you want to do and how do you feel about that this next one is a tip that I'm using for myself on a daily basis at the moment and that is just because you can doesn't mean you need to There's a few things that you could probably apply this to. So as I'm speaking about this, you might have a scenario that you think about, but I use this phrase for chocolate for breakfast because sometimes I wake up, I walk to the kitchen and I just think, I don't want porridge or yogurt or eggs. I just want to open a tub of celebrations and eat 
until there's no celebrations left. And so sometimes I get these thoughts of just, oh, like, stuff this. I'm going to sack today off. I'm going to eat what I want because it's Christmas and I can. And then for starters, I have to remind myself, okay, well, actually, technically it's not Christmas. It is the 6th of December. And maybe on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or Boxing Day, I can use that as a reason to justify chocolate for breakfast. But if I use that every day until Boxing Day, I'm I'm going to feel pretty rubbish by then if I just use the concept of, well, I can eat I can eat chocolate if I want because yeah I can, but sometimes I have to remind myself that just because I can eat chocolate at every meal doesn't mean I need to or doesn't mean that I should do that. I almost have to negotiate with myself, so I will tell myself, okay, have a nutritious breakfast first. So have some of what your body actually needs and what your what your body truly wants, rather than my mindset saying it wants chocolate because it probably doesn't. And then I will say to myself, okay once you've had your nutrition and once you've had your healthy breakfast if you still want chocolate after that you can usually by the time I've eaten my breakfast I feel full I'm fairly satisfied and I'll think okay I can wait a few hours now I can wait until mid-morning or I can I can delay it a little bit I don't need to eat chocolate for breakfast I mean I am technically having chocolate for breakfast because I have my advent calendar first thing in the morning but my idea of chocolate for breakfast wouldn't be a small advent chocolate it would be like a whole tub of celebrations (laughs) which I'm trying not to do and actually very impressed with myself I've had a tub of celebrations in the house now for about three weeks and I haven't opened them usually this time of year I've had to replace them by now so my delaying tactic is working for me it might not work for everybody but it is working for me this year finally and perhaps the most important reminder or tip Although I'm here offering ways for you to keep your control and ways that you can avoid overindulging, I also want to remind you that you are allowed to be saying yes to things that you want to do. And you are allowed to say, yes, I want to eat chocolate for breakfast. Or you are allowed to go for these social situations and be relaxed around food and have time off the gym. And you are allowed to make memories with family and friends. That's exactly what this month should be about. So I think the important part here is that you are making decisions for yourself and you are making the decisions that are right for you and then you can move on and enjoy the important things in life because yes life is too short to be dieting all the time but life is also too short to be miserable and not feeling your best self so that is all I want for you I want you to feel your best self be happy with the decisions that you make while living your best life Thank you for listening to this episode and thank you for listening to all of the episodes that you might have listened to. If you need any help with anything I've mentioned on this episode, get in touch, drop me a message and we can chat about how I can help you or support you going forward. There will be lots happening in January, I'm sure. So definitely keep an eye out for coaching spaces online and in person. If you'd like to see more content from me, more mindset tips, then head to my Instagram at underscore Chloe Longstaff and please tag me on social media if you do share it because I love seeing all of your guys' feedback.